The Crowncast is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that, of course, means that you are listening to The Crowncast. Uh, and it's a bit of a depressing crown, uh, Crowncast. It is a post-react to the 3-2 loss uh, to the Chicago Fire. And uh, here to to join me in a bit of the sorrows is a relatively new face. It's Jorge. Hello, Jorge. Hey, Logan. Uh, boy, that, that one was uh, crazy, I think is the right way to describe that game. Um, all guns blazing on all sides and not a lot of defense to show for it. It is late, uh, but we did get the game in. We had some worries that there were going to be some delays, no delays, but we are going to kind of blast our way through this. Uh, you know, as as the guests, we'd like to say welcome to the Crowncast, uh, but we are going to give you the opportunity to, to help direct the podcast a bit. Uh, do you feel like you want to do crowns first or cards first? Uh, let's knock out the negative piece first so we can end on a good note. All right, let's go to the cards. And I do think there are probably some cards deserved. We did lose this match, so I think we can probably find one apiece. Does that sound fair? Sounds good to me. Uh, I'm going to let you go first. I think you're probably going to take the obvious one. <laughs> yes. Um, so this, uh, the guy that I'm giving the card to is someone that, um, you know, is, is a very charismatic guy, um, you know, g- good player overall. But, you know, this this game, I think... Uh, Christian Fuchs um, deserved that card. Um, You know, he underperformed really on this game. Uh, It looked like his legs were pretty heavy as he ran. And, um, you know, a lot of the the Chicago players um, saw that. And I think they took that that opportunity and were able to quickly um, bypass him. And unfortunately, we did, you know, get a few uh, goals scored on on that side. Um, But, you know, he he has some good games and he has some games that are a little rough and unfortunately this is one of those rough games. Um, understandably, you know he was out a couple of games due to that red card. Um, but still, you know when you play at a professional level like that and uh, you're a, a senior player at this point, um, you gotta you gotta show that. And unfortunately, um, you know it was just not one of his games. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's fair to, uh, actually, I think it's more than fair. This was not a good game for Christian Fuchs. Uh, I, I do think that there are some caveats to this. The first of which is, like you said, he has not been in the squad for a little bit. Um, not, uh, a huge amount of time since he's been out of the squad. Uh, but you know, there is an argument that it, hopping back in your first game back may not be quite as sharp as, as you would be thinking. Uh, he does come in on fresh legs. He's one of the few players uh, on the team that is on fresh legs. But we obviously see the injury to Guzman Carujo. We'll be waiting for updates uh, for that particular uh, mess. And we will certainly talk to you guys as soon as we know anything about that. But it does mean that he is asked to play do- two different roles in this game. And once we saw him move inside we definitely saw a frailty um, that that sort of inside channel there at the top of the box space was, was given by Fuchs and was, I think taken by uh, the attackers from the Chicago fire to great effect. I really don't know that there's much to say about it other than I am concerned that Christian Fuchs 
really just doesn't have the burst. You know, I feel like his his effort and his top end speed is still there, but his burst to the ball, his burst away, his his burst to keep up with the attackers just just isn't in that body anymore. You know, do you have anything you wanna you wanna make a note, maybe maybe ponder as to why we're not quite seeing what we're hoping for? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I think other teams um, notice that too and take advantage of that. And, you know, the <laughs> the cheap excuse there is, well, you know, he's not 20, 21 anymore, right? He's, you know, in his mid-30s, I think. Um, and with with age, you know, you, you start to slow down a bit. Um, but again, when you're at a professional level like that, um, you're expected to, to perform. Um, but I, I agree, those bursts are not there. Um, great passing from him, and he has that mentality and that focus. Um, but when it comes to a 1v1 to get the ball, I think I speak for a lot of the fans out there. Um, we get nervous because sometimes um, he doesn't get to it, and it can cause us a goal. Um, so um, it's it's a little uh, nerve wracking too. In that you know we're getting these new players, um, especially I think we got a couple that are in the, in the defense area and. There's going to be some spots that need to be fought for, and when you give performances like this, it makes you think like, how much longer are you going to be a starting player? You know? Yeah, it, I do think it begs a lot of questions. Stuff that we may go into further on down the line. Uh, I guess that leaves it to me to pick a card for tonight, and I I'm struggling with this one. Uh, I I have a lot of of thoughts. I feel like I saw a lot of good followed by a lot of not great out of a lot of players. I think I am going to end up with a card for Mackenzie Gaines. Um, I'm going to have to really, uh, I know this will be a controversial, controversial card. We gave him a crown in the last one, but I think Mackenzie Gaines is starting to get red um, much the same way that, you know, everyone really spoke highly of Carol Swiderski's left foot when he came into the team. Uh, I think Mackenzie Gaines, everybody knows about his speed now. And I think they also know that he kind of really just wants to take it up the line. He wants to beat you up the line. And I haven't seen a lot of, of really deadly play from Mackenzie Gaines cutting it inside. Um, his, his delivery onto balls, you know, a lot of his crosses were really direct to the keeper. Um, mm-hmm. They weren't in places that the Charlotte FC could go attack. He did make a few good ones, but sort of the overall impression that I got out of him in this game was that he he was going to burst it up the line and he was maybe going to buy space from one guy, but then he was going to throw it directly into the opposing team's keeper. And if I am you know, a team defending Charlotte FC, I'm going to let him do that all day. There's no threat to me. It's it seems a little one dimensional, but it, you know, young player clearly has a lot of talent in his legs. Clearly has a lot of speed, but I definitely feel like if he's going to hold down that spot, he's going to have to maybe learn to turn the ball inside or really start being able to pick out creative passes. Uh, you know, Jorge, did you did you see similar on Mackenzie Gaines, or what are you thinking about him? I I do, I fully agree. So I think he's getting to that point where um, other other teams are beginning to read him and say, okay, we know he's going to run down the line and then cross it. And he had a lot of repetitive plays. I feel like in this game, um, 
and had some difficulty on those one-on-ones to take out, you know, a, a defender. Um, so I, I agree with that. I think for a normal, just everyday fan out there, they probably would disagree and say, Oh no, he did great. You know, he, he had the ball, he ran, he, this and that. But when you really analyze it, um, you know, he wasn't doing much other than those crosses that were going directly to the goalkeeper. So um, I think that is a, a well-deserved card. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not for lack of energy, I think is the right way that I want to say it. Yeah. But uh, I did feel like this was a game where attacks were kind of just free flowing and wide open. You know, it seemed like one ball through the midfield and, and attacks were on. And in this particular game, you know, yes, they finished their chances really well, but it did feel like our attack was a little bit dulled. And I think part of it does come down to those crosses in the box that just don't really create threat. Uh, I think we move on. You know, I, I don't think that, uh, I, I think while we can say there are negatives for almost every player, I think we can also say there were positives for quite a few of them. Uh, so let's move on to the slightly, the happier times, if you will. And let's talk about a little bit of what we did right. Uh I am going to go ahead. I'm going to take host privilege on you, and I'm going to take the first <laughs> crown. Uh, and I'm going to crown Jalen Lindsay. Uh, we got to, you know, talk to Jalen Lindsay in the press uh, box after the game, and you could see that the thing he kept talking about was energy. He kept talking about how he really wants to bring his energy to the team. He wants to work hard. He wants to support. He wants to play in balls. He wants to to really bring high energy to the team. Uh, and I think he did that tonight. Obviously, you know, we we talk about the fact, the obvious fact that within the first minute, uh, actually, depending on which which stat you read in the 25th or 26th second, he provides a very nice assist to Jordi Reyna, who calmly slots that ball home to give Charlotte FC the lead. Uh, but all up and down the that side of the pitch today, he looked really sharp. He looked like he wanted to be involved. He made some great defensive actions. Uh, one of those, one of those games that you say, where has this guy been? And I'm really glad to see him back out on the field. Uh, you know, Jorge, you want to weigh in on this one? Yeah, I, so that, that was it. My, my same thought was, where has this guy been? Because once you see him out there playing and, and doing what he does best, you miss it. You're like, oh yeah, you know, he does this and it's a different, type of style that he plays when you compare him to um, like Harrison Awful, who also uh, plays in that position, right? He, Harrison is more of that senior level um, player that sometimes kind of plays it a little bit safer or stays back while I feel like Lindsay will go, he, he, he doesn't, he's not afraid to go up and attack and, 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 and run up as much as he needs to and make those crosses. Um, so he, I was personally thrilled um, that he started and that he he was out there playing because every time he goes in there, he he brings a different energy to the team. He does. He brings a very high energy to the team. And I, I enjoy watching him work. I think that's the right way to say it is I really enjoy watching him work. I, I do think I have a little bit of bias on this one. You know, I try to be at least aware of my biases and I feel like he's got something in his boots that, I personally see a lot of value in. I think I rate the player, uh, but I do. Uh, I don't think his his contribution tonight was deniable. It was 
it was a lot of energy. It was a lot of pace. And, you know, I think he, he did well for himself out there. Do we want to move on to uh, your next crown for the match? Yeah, let's do it. And I think it's another obvious one in that he's the guy that scored uh, very early on. So I will give it to Jordi Reyna. Um, every time he's out there on the field playing, he impresses me. I mean, just the, the, the level of playing, the way he takes on players, his passing, his shooting, it just impresses me every time. Um, so he's a very fun player to watch. Uh, and this is not the first time he's done this where he scored so early. You know, a, a few games ago, he did the same. And I think he scored like 25th second. And I think they slotted this one as 26th second. Um, so he's just one of those players that people love watching and, and for a good reason. Um, so for that reason, I'm giving him the, the obvious crown. Um, and I think it's well-deserved because he did open it up and he got the crowd going and cheering. So um, very well-deserved. Yeah, I think there's something about Jordi uh, Reyna that just that just has the ability to jump off of the pitch at you. You know, there's clearly a quality there that uh, can obviously explode, can score goals. Uh, you know, we have seen him now looking pretty reliable at at putting goals in the back of the net. I haven't really been able to pin him down yet, whether he's he's really beating players with technique or whether he's kind of ghosting in. You know, I, I've seen him make successful dribbles. I've seen him put really good passes through onto, you know, uh, Carol Swiderski. Uh, I've seen him play the the sort of tiki-taka balls that you would sort of expect out of uh, Andre Shinyashiki. I've seen him do a lot of things really well. And... Uh, I mean, I, even to the point that I, I've seen him ghost onto balls, you know, he's completely uncovered for that header that that he slides in early in the game. And I guess long may it continue, you know, uh, just because I, I can't pick out the the one thing that really feels like a trademark for Jordi Reyna doesn't mean that he's not putting in good work. And I, I think at this point we have to say he's putting in good work and and looks like a fixture in the team that is is here to stay, you know when it comes to players that have really made their mark, I think we would now be able to safely say that, that Jordi Reyna is up there and is, is really nailing that position down. I will also say when he comes off in this game, uh, he does not necessarily come off the pitch. Uh, it is a, it is a wild game. It has a lot involved, uh, you know, fights breaking out some really, really high intensity tackles, uh, some a little bit more reckless than others. Uh, but Jordi Reyna was up off the bench, just uh, ready to go out. I mean, you could see him him bouncing around on the sideline even after he'd been pulled out of the team. And that's the kind of energy we like to see. You know, Jorge, what are you seeing out of this guy? Yeah, and, and I think it's it's for a good reason, right? Because when he's out there, I mean, he's playing his, art, his heart out. If you're out there scoring goals and then you get subbed out, like you're going to really want your team to succeed and for your goals to not just go in vain. Um, so I'm thrilled that he's starting, that he's playing, because I know that with our previous coach, we didn't really see much playing time with him. And I don't know if it was just differences and coaching style and what, you know, Miguel Angel Ramirez had on his vision um, for the team. But I'm glad that Latanzio sees it differently and he's he's putting him out there and um, 
you know, it's, it's a very good decision because we're, we're seeing the, the results. We're seeing how if you play him, he's going to score. Now, my only concern is teams are going to take notice quickly. And I get nervous in that. Are they going to start marking him more? Are they going to put two men on him? Um, I know when Swiderski at the beginning of the season, when he was uh, scoring, you know, left and right, it kind of stopped because all the pressure was on him and people were really, um, you know, blocking him and not letting him do what he does best. So my fear is that is the same going to happen with, with Yordi where we're not going to see him kind of do those, those fancy plays, the creating those, those plays scoring um, because of, you know, others <laughs> um, really uh, blocking his, his path there. Yeah. I, I do think I'm going to start to move us along because I'd like to put a little bit of a new segment in here. And that is we do get to sort of interview, uh, players and Christian Latanzio after the game. Now we get to be in the press room and I do want to talk very briefly on Christian Latanzio on some of the decisions he made in this game. Uh, you know, now that I have spoken to the man, you know, person to person, he is a very good interview. Uh, he's very clear with his intentions. He tries to be communicative. And I, I think he said a lot of the right things for this one. I think you could see in the players and in Christian Latanzio that this loss really hurt. I think they all knew how important it was. And he was very upfront. He said, this is on me and I could not be prouder of, of the guys. He said he felt like we really lost the battle in the midfield. I think that's true. He said that he had some real concerns with the ability to keep up pace. He said he knew Chicago Fire could could really hurt other teams, that they've got some great attackers, and that he wanted to really own that midfield space. But that some of the young players, specifically McNeil and Bender, while they put in a really good shift, uh, they both looked like they, they ended up with tired legs, and that was the, the motivating factor behind some of the changes we saw today. Uh, I, I think he explained himself pretty well in the presser. I do think that there are probably questions we can we can ask a little bit more in depth later on, but uh, I do I do think it was a very good, if not you know happy press talk afterwards. Jorge, you were there with me. Is there anything you wanna you wanna add on to this? Um, on the Latanzio piece, no, I think you covered it well. Um, you know, he, he did seem uh, a little frustrated in that, I mean, it's a, it's a tough loss, right? Because we, we're playing at home. Uh, we're getting ready to go on the road and, and play against uh, two very competitive uh, teams out there. Um, so there, there's a lot of pressure there on him and, 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 the, and the players, but... Um, going back to just the the press piece itself, I think he, um, yeah, like you said, he he's a good interviewer. He he answered all the questions uh, correctly and kind of gave us really good uh, information on on what he thinks of the players and and, and what went well, what what didn't go so well. Um, but yeah, it was it was a great experience too, just to to get to see that from. Uh, from the coach and something that we can pass back on to the listeners here on, on you know, word, what came out of uh, the coach on that, on that press press conference. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it was, it's really interesting to be in there and actually get the chance to ask these questions that we have asked before. 
Uh, but I am going to move us along. I will say we do get the chance to interview Ben Bender, our number 15, after this one. Uh, if you would like to see that content, you will be able to find it coming up shortly on our Instagram. Uh, so if you want to see the Ben Bender interview, uh, Instagram is the place to do it. We are, of course, at the underscore crown underscore cast on Instagram. And uh, I think we are going to start to wrap it up. This is going to be a short one, but uh, I'll, you know, honestly, it's it's been quite a night. I, I don't think we want to dwell on it more than we have to. Uh, final thoughts, you know, give me your two sentences to to wrap us up and take us home. A disappointing game, but we just have to look forward. We have two tough games coming up, uh, but we just have to believe in the process, believe in our team, um, and um, hope for the best. Yeah, my my final thoughts are on this one. We're going to be that was a game where all guns were blazing, and we may not have kept our powder dry. Uh, either way, it was a fun one to watch. There was a lot of excitement, but ultimately not the result that we were hoping for we will start to wrap it up there and we will talk to you again on wednesday goodbye for now queen city podcast